Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of our True Form Life community. Whether you're tuning in as a new listener or as a returner, we are nationally syndicated across Canada. We're also a podcast around the world. So thank you so much for being here. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. Now today I'm bringing on another amazing guest as we do here at Exploring Mind and Body. Now today I'm bringing on Mariflor Tonito, who is the author of Money, Manifestations and Miracles, which is a guide to transforming women's relationships with money. She's an award-winning leadership and coaching executive, shows you how to extend your limits and create the life of your dreams, one that is rich and fulfilling in every way, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. I absolutely love this interview, and I know there are tons and takeaways coming at you from Mariflor, and I highly recommend checking out this book, ladies. There's definitely something in it for you. Sit back and enjoy. We got all that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. You heard all about Mariflor in the introduction, so without further ado, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here with us. Oh my goodness, thank you so much for having me, Drew. I'm, I'm so excited to be with you and your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. It's our pleasure. We're so happy we we're able to connect. We've only talked about, we've been on show at least at the record this recording time for seven years. We've only talked about finances one time and I'm so excited to talk about this subject because you take a more holistic approach when it comes to wealth. Is that correct? That's right. That's exactly right. And that understanding that wealth and abundance in a holistic sense, it's not only about money and your finances, it's really about your health, about your career, your love and relationship, you know, what's your recreation, spirituality. So when everything is connected, isn't it? It's all interrelated. So when we do one thing in one area of our lives, it really impacts other areas. So I'm really looking at wealth and abundance from that lens. And how did you get into this topic? Where where did you begin your journey of helping people understand about finances and wealth and understanding about their relationship with money in particular? Well, you know, it's one of these stories, Drew, about we teach best what we most need to learn. And what ended up happening for me in my early 20s, I left a challenging marriage uh, with my four-month-old uh, baby girl, and I was faced with this decision of building us a good life. And I remember being so nervous around money because we were living from paycheck to paycheck. And I remember making a really conscious decision in those early years that if I was ever in a position to help other women feel empowered, and especially around money, that I would do it. But I had no idea in those early years what that would be and what my platform would be. And, you know, fast forward to all these years where I became quite successful in corporate, and then I decided to uh, branch out and launch into becoming an entrepreneur as a professional coach. 
then I started to work more with with women. And of course, sooner or later, the conversation would turn to money. And it was either a source of fear, a source of doubt, or something that could be holding them back. And by the way, this is the case for men as well. And so I thought, I'm going to put some programs together, you know, charge and get paid what you're worth, things like that. And then more women started coming and even younger girls, you know, ages about 15 and 17. And so I thought, I remembered that promise I had made all those years ago. And I thought, now's the time to write this book to bring this message out into the world that uh, money can equal self-empowerment for women and men. So here I am with all of my experiences and all of these um, beautiful case studies and learnings from so many women from all walks of life around the globe. And it's really meant to be of service right now to so many people in the world. So we're talking about money, manifestation, and miracles. This is the book here that you authored, and it's a guide to transforming women's relationship with money. What is the biggest issue when it comes to relationships or lack thereof with women or individuals and money? Money really triggers a lot of emotions for all of us. And, you know, the the big things for women is that there's even this more complicated layer in that um, I call it emotional currency to uh, around money. Because of the fact that for men, this is so interesting, Drew, because money is a tool to get from point A to point B, which is very much uh, straightforward. But for women, it's this other complicated layer where it's connected to emotions, to meaning and to relationships. And so it very much has this component of making it an emotional currency because it's also really connected to women's sense of self-worth and self-confidence and feelings of deserving. And so when you compound that, it becomes very, very complex uh, subject and topic and can actually really hold back many people, men and women. And what this book really does, and I'm so proud of the fact that I was able to help move this forward, is that it gets to the core of why money and women and and men feel conflicted about money. And then it takes them on a step-by-step guide that can help them to truly transform their lives, not only financially, but emotionally and spiritually as well. Do you have a favorite part of the book or favorite chapter? Do I have a favorite? Oh my God, I love them all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that. well, but that that is the truth of it, you know, because I really put in, I didn't hold back, Drew, I really put in here like a lifetime of learning and wisdom and understanding uh, of the fact that, you know, this could be a very complex conversation for many people. And, 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 you know, and we know in social situations, talking about money is still pretty much taboo. I mean, if you were, I said this in the book, and it's quite funny, but it's true, is if you are invited to a social situation, let's say for dinner with friends, and you start asking your host and others how much they make or how much money they have in the bank, that would be considered so in poor form, and you're likely not going to get invited back. (laughs) You know what I mean? And Yeah, it's so funny. But the fact that, you know, what I really love about this is the holistic approach to it, the holistic approach that having abundance and wealth in your life is really a richness in how you live and are and be in the world. And so that's, you know, one of the bigger messages of the book is that. And also the fact that 
an important message is that when women are empowered with money, they become difference makers. And not only are they going to transform their lives for the better, but they're going to do that with their family and communities at large. Because on average, research shows that women will reinvest 90 cents of every dollar that they make back to health, to education, to family, and to nutrition. And this is also the case in developing nations. And so this is a call to action to all women and men who are so supportive of them and to have the room and the space for women to become empowered uh, with money because of the fact that it can really help to benefit us all globally. What do you think when it comes to having open conversations around money? I mean, not general conversations. I mean, when you mentioned earlier, which is, it's kind of funny if someone says, how much do you make? It's, it's rude or disrespectful. Do you <laughs> think that we could be more liberal with these conversations and, and it should be open or could be open? Would that help in regards to being more comfortable around money? Oh, yeah. I think it would absolutely help. You know, I get so many comments about the book and a lot of them actually have to do with the fact that I wish I knew this in high school. I wish that this was taught in school. You know, you can take an accounting course in school, but nobody's ever going to ask, how do you feel about your money? What's your relationship like with money? And I do a lot of workshops and conversations with so many people around this. And it's incredible what people will talk about, you know, in their experiences in their childhood. And the feeling of being free to talk about it is also an incredible benefit. And I have to laugh because there was these two women in one of my workshops, sisters, and they started talking about their childhood around money. Because I asked, you know, what was money like in your house? How did your mom or your father, uh, what were they like with money? And the two of them had completely different answers. <laughs> and, and then they looked at each other and they said, oh, that's what you thought or that's what you thought. But they never talked about it. And so I think the more people are willing to have that conversation and willing to look within and say, you know, I feel kind of uncomfortable about this. It's because of this. It's because of that. I think that's really, really healthy because uh, money isn't the enemy, right? It's I, I get people telling me sometimes I have this love-hate relationship with money. I mean, money is just an inanimate object that is a tool for us to do what we need to do. But we put on such meaning behind it. You know, am I good enough? Uh, am I uh, worthy enough? All of these things that can come on that which is really belongs in a different conversation, right? But uh, we put that onto money. So I love the fact that we can, with this book, uh, a lot of people are starting book clubs because of it. And they'll tell me about it. And sometimes I'll be a guest on their book club. And so I think it's so timely for us to be having these conversations. If you were to give one piece of advice for someone that's tuning in right now, Maybe the thing that comes to your mind the most often or a question that's most asked, what would that be to, to one of our listeners that want to make a change in their life financially? Well, I think the, the, there's two things that I'd like to say about that. Uh, it first starts on a mindset level, and then it starts on an action level. So from a mindset perspective, I really, anybody who is listening to us or right now uh, experiencing some challenges around money. I want them to know that irrespective of what your challenges have been or are with money, they don't define who you are and it doesn't dictate your future. 
because you are in charge of that future and you have this beautiful thing that's called choice. You have the power to choose and you can choose to make it different. And the beautiful thing about choosing is that it's free. So you can make that decision right now. And then the other thing is on an action level is again, look within, identify what that core emotional block or belief might be about money that's no longer serving you. And then use this book and apply it nourishingly in your life because there's so many strategies, tips, and tools that I put in there that could really help you become more empowered with your relationship with yourself and with your money. So when it comes to mindset, is that how do we change our mindset around money? Is it instead of like lack for me is something that stands out? Like I feel like we don't have enough time. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough friends. So maybe feeling more abundance. Is that a type of mindset that you're talking about? Yes. And and it's really about reframing too. You know, we can catch ourselves sometimes in the way we think or what we say about money that can are filled with words like can't or or lack or a scarcity. And if we can catch ourselves and reframe that and replace it with something else that feels much more expansive to us and from an emotional standpoint also makes us feel good about it, that there could be possibilities or opportunities, that's a really good thing. Now, you know, I've been doing this for many years and it's like building a muscle, Drew. It's like, it's very interesting because sometimes I will even say something that could, about money that could be negative or like, oh, I'm never going to get this or I'm never going to get that. And then I will sometimes, even to this day, say, you know what? I'm going to take that back. <laughs> I'm going to take that back and say, I, what I really mean to say is that I am looking forward to the day when I have X. And so when you do that with yourself, you consciously, intentionally begin to think about wealth consciousness rather than a scarcity or lack. And that's something that we can all do. Like we can all take these these action steps to change our, I think sometimes we feel like I'm stuck in this financial mm -hmm. rut and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, no, that's very true. And uh, you do not have to be your circumstance. And that money story that you can be playing the ticker tape in your head, you actually have the power to change that much quicker than you think. And even when we just talked about, you know, the, the reframe of uh, shifting your, your mindset, that can happen at any point, because that's where you can feel really in control or powerful of the fact that you get to decide how you want that to be in the next minute. And then you extend that further and further and further until you begin to see that your external world will start to show the abundance that you want to have, because it's an inside job to begin with. I know you mentioned some success stories in your book, and you also did at the earlier in this interview. Is there a favorite story that stands out or maybe one that comes to mind given the topic we're discussing right now? Yeah, there was this one woman I was working with who was really, really angry about money. And she had was really resentful of her parents because she had to, um, they had uh, some difficulties with money with her growing up. And she really felt like she got a bad, you know, a bad deal out of it. And uh, she had to work twice as hard as everybody else to go to a university, et cetera, et cetera. So this, she was carrying this around with her. And I remember her talking to me about the fact that uh, she wasn't uh, increasing her income in her business. And it was just feeling like a real um, tough, tough uh, struggle. 
And I remember talking to her and we had a really good connection and relationship. And I said to her, do you think it's time to release that victim identity around money? And, you know, she was so quiet and she looked at me and, and she had like her eyes like really wide open. And she said to me, you know what? Nobody's ever said that to me. And I really feel like that's what's been happening with me all these years, identifying with so much anger and feeling like a victim around money. And I asked her to do this very powerful 10-step exercise around forgiveness, forgiving herself and her family around money. And it was so interesting, Drew, because when she came back two weeks later for our session, she told me that she had attracted a six-figure contract for her business. And she had done that exercise over and over again for a good week for her to feel so much release around money. And then she also told me that she had never slept better in her entire life. And uh, isn't that just fascinating how she must have been so weighed down with all those emotions of anger. And it was getting between her and the abundance that could come into her life. And I find that I was just so happy for her, but it's really a testament to her shifting, making that shift and choosing that time to release what was no longer serving her. And the, the sleep is interesting to me because she's probably been worrying about it for so long that lack of sleep was likely normal to her. She didn't yeah. realize. And then yeah. when she kind of cleared that away, she's finally slept. And that's when your body's really at rest and gets a chance to heal and recover. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And and she just looked happier in general, like lighter, you know, because one, she got sleep and she released. And, and I'm sure in her mindset, too, she felt much freer. And uh, the ticker tape of conversation in her head was completely different. Yeah, I think that's so important to clear that clear all those things because it weighs us down like money. So it has like it has such control over us. And we feel for me, I, I'm in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial world. <laughs> that's always a tough word for me. <laughs> yeah, I need another. <laughs> I need another name for that word. <laughs> No, you can just say I'm a I'm a rock star in business. That's the, all you can okay. say. There I'm, you go. I'm taking that. <laughs> Sometimes a show once a week or even twice a week just isn't enough. So if you want more content, if you want to know more about what we're doing at True Form Life, you can find us on Facebook. We're on there posting at least twice a day in the morning and the evening. That's at facebook.com slash trueformlife. Or on Instagram, that's kind of my favorite platform. I like to post my food pictures and some of the activities that I do, maybe hiking or whatever that may be. And that's just that Drew Tadia on Instagram and then Twitter as well. That's at True Form Life. So we're highly active. We'd love to connect with you. So find us on your social media platform and let us know how you're enjoying our show. As I'm a rock star in business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Surrounded by other rock stars. <laughs> it seems yes. like people are having an issue getting through, maybe leaving their job or finding a new passion or following their passion. And it's all based around finances. And to me, I feel like, like I know what it's like to 
be a beginner rock star <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and have absolutely no money and, and no budget to work with. But, but I think that if we could get past that and, and move forward and following our passion, we would be so much happier and we'd be so much more successful if we could just get past that financial weight that holds, holds us down. No, you're, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, that can really hold so many people back from pursuing something that they have have loved. And uh, one of the things around that, because I was transitioning as well when I was doing that from corporate. Um, and I know what that feels like. It's a really scary feeling. And you know, when I made, it took me five years when the first thought came into my head about, you know, leaving the, the uh, corporate world and becoming an entrepreneur. And it took me five years because the, the big fear for me was could I replicate that kind of success in money um, ever again? Like maybe I was just being foolish, right? And so one, if that's anybody listening to us, if, if that's the case for you, you know, you can, you can certainly take uh, baby steps to plan for the big leap, but you do have to have a plan in place. But the thing to remember, though, is that one of the big keys to success is the fact that when you do what you love and then you find a way to use that passion that you have in service to others and helping them move forward or helping them uh, be successful, whatever that is, you are actually activating so much wealth and abundance of the laws of giving and receiving that it you will find a lot of not only fulfillment, but success with money in that way as well. And what was the biggest challenge for you when you moved to corporate to doing your own thing? I think the biggest challenge for me and um again with with women when we're talking about self-confidence was the fact that I thought what if uh no cuz nobody could figure out you have the corner office uh, overlooking the lake why would you leave right so I thought what if all these people were right I think it was really around the fact that having the self-confidence to do it and the fact that I, I called this, this is going to make you laugh, Drew, but I kept saying that I got to lift the veil of amnesia because of the fact that I had, you know, success leaves clues and I had already been very successful. I knew how to be successful. And yet when I went to go become an entrepreneur and take that leap, I somehow got amnesia and forgot, <laughs> you know, for, for like uh, a good six months to a year. And then I'd one day I thought, hang on, I would just reverse re-engineer this because I've done these kinds of things before in my life. And then it was fine. But it was really that onset of, you know, really doubting myself and also connecting that to money because, you know, what if I don't have that safety net anymore, right? So, but that is one of the things where I call the veil of amnesia. Yeah, I love that because, well, I think success breeds success. When you're a successful person, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. You take whatever made you successful in one area and you take it to another area and then you find success in those areas. I that, I just have Richard Branson popping in my head, for example. Like, yeah, of course, he's successful. It doesn't matter what he does or what new business he starts. I mean, he's a special individual. But I think many of us like yourself, Mariflor, is it's, there's no difference if you've been successful or if you know how it works in one area, you just take that and move it to another area. Yeah. And then when you come, yeah, you're absolutely right. And then when we combine it with something that we really love, Drew, I mean, the, the exponential opportunity for abundance and wealth to come to you in all its forms, including money, 
is even more sweeter because, you know, I'm way more successful than I was before, <laughs> you know, because I, I have now dedicated my platform to, to serving others, to helping them claim their wealth and then rising as a force for good, as a difference maker in the world. And who doesn't want to do that? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you have in your heart really wanting to make a difference. And, um, you know, when you do this and when you put yourself into that state of being and you're acting from that place, it's incredible that the universe is going to meet you where you are and opportunities, people and resources are going to come your way to help you on the next stage and path on, on your life's purpose and mission. Yeah, it feels like the world opens its arms to you. That, that's how I feel when every time I close a door that's a little scary or Maybe we make a move business-wise and we're like, is this the right financial move? But it's the things that we want to do that, that wakes us up and says, yes, this is what where I want to go. And it's scary, but I feel like you're, you start to make the right connections and you start to see the path and it's like a whole, it's like a giant hug from the world. That's how I see it. <laughs> Every yeah. time yeah. there's a big move. I love that. It is like a giant hug from the universe because, you know, when when there is grace, ease, and flow, you know that you're on the right path because everything really happens that quickly and easily. And I'll take this book, for example. You know, many people could, uh, you know, spend so much time trying to get their book published, looking for literary agents, who's the best publisher, etc., etc., etc. But when I was ready to get, take this book out into the world, Drew, it took two weeks. <laughs> It's awesome. You know, because that means it was it was my time. It was ready. That is the path that lit up for me. And there was it was so quick that I, you know, it was like felt like I had went to bed twice and then I got a yes. <laughs> it was just so fascinating. And you I'm sure you've had that. You've just talked about it in your life where you get these big hugs from the universe because it's almost this like, yes, you've found your way. You made that 10 degree shift and pivot. And you found your way. And then the universe does respond. Yeah, it just takes that initial courage. And I think we've all experienced it. It's not easy. But I, I really feel that if we if we take that leap, you know, so many doors open up to us and we follow our passion. And, it, and like you said, you've been more successful. And I think that you can't not be more successful <laughs> if you're doing yeah. something you love more so. And especially when you're serving others. Yeah, no, I, I think you're. that is exactly uh, true. Very, very true. Marifleur, before we wrap things up here, I'd like to give you an opportunity to talk to our audience here. We know you, you have this beautiful book here. I highly recommend our listeners pick it up if you do get a chance. Where can they find it? And maybe do you have a website that you can direct us to as well? Yeah, sure. Just go to my website at maryflor.co. That's M-E-R-I-F-L-O-R dot C-O. And there you're going to find a link to the book. And the book is available um, online wi widely as well as in bookstores around the world. And be sure to come back to that link when you do purchase the book because I also have a, a free audio gift and it's called The Power of Practice. Gratitude. And I talk about eight holistic practices that you can start doing right now to welcome more abundance and wealth into your life. 
And there's also ways there on my website to see uh, what I'm up to uh, in the world because I work um, with people around uh, their business as well, around creating their books. I'm also a literary agent. And um, the other thing is that there is going to be a video course that's coming out um, about this book and the book's going to come to life with me teaching it on video. So I'm excited about that as well. Wow, you've got all kinds of things going on. I told you I was w- way more successful. <laughs> Good thing you stopped wasting your time in corporate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Drew! You know it's so funny, uh, but yeah, I'm having the time of my life, and you—you—it shows. I, I mean, it's like you. You know, we've got this great connection and energy because we're doing what we're passionate about. Absolutely, Mariflor. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to come on and share your expertise with us and tips along with your beautiful book here. Thank you so much. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and sticking around till the end. I hope you got some takeaways from Mariflor. I know she offers so much value and she brings it every time we talk. She actually even offered me some business advice, which was always appreciated off air at the end of our shows. I love making conversations and connections and learning on ways that I can improve my life in different ways as well. So head over to exploringmindandbody.com. If you missed any of our past shows, you can listen to all past shows there. We also have a free app that you can download on any Apple device. So head over to your app store, download Exploring Mind and Body, and take our show with you wherever you go. More details are at trueformlife.com as to what we have going on. We have meal planning, recipes, grocery shopping lists, and more. We also specialize in at-home workouts with videos and more information there. So if you have any questions or if you need to get going in the right direction, we have a free 10-day fitness challenge at trueformlife.com where you can learn how to get going in the proper direction with workouts, at-home workouts, New workouts get emailed to you every day for 10 days, no equipment required, 20 minutes or less. Get in, get out, get on with your day. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.